So I feel like I'm like bursting, like bursting. Um, why do I feel like I'm like bursting? Well, so there's something about the beauty of being, I guess, in the midst of people that have so much light, like concentrated light. I feel a similar feeling when I'm with elderly people, when I'm with children, when I'm with anybody that is that is dedicating their whole existence and trying to be as present as possible with doing good, right? And and so lately I've been able to spend some very choice moments with a few angels, right? I know they're not actual angels, but they feel like they're angels when they come into my house and we get to just have these really concentrated, beautiful conversations, right? And it's been lovely because, you know, like every other instance in my life when I've had these people come into my house and like have a sweet little visit, it's always brought about some deeper thinking, right? Some deeper soul searching, some deeper questioning and and thought provoking. And, you know, it, it's just like, you know, if you ever want to have a great conversation with someone, go and talk with a missionary, right? From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Like, seriously, I'm serious here. Like, there's just something about these youth that have decided to dedicate two years of their life to just go and and share their hearts, what, you know, what they've been raised and learned about and, and have, you know, and some of them weren't even raised that way. They, they learned about, you know, the love of the gospel of Jesus Christ, like the love of them having a connection and true, like, ch- daughter, son, child, parent-child relationship with, like, their heavenly parents, right? Like, and... And it's just like the most beautiful thing ever to just start that path of like starting to understand, right? And and really re-understand, right? Because like, you know, I was so smitten, you know, when I came to know what it was, this, this piece of knowledge that was like a puzzle piece that I just couldn't find by myself for the longest time, right? Like, it's like, I try to piece together little bits here and there throughout my life to be like, what is this life even about, right? And all I knew at that point was like, well, I guess this life is about taking advantage of other people, like um, being competitive, trying to come out on top and to look the best, better than anybody else around you, right? Like, it's no surprise that that's what I, you know, was my paradigm of the world coming from, you know, a family that's trying to recover from like the influence of the cultural revolution, right? In China or, you know, or being, you know, an immigrant family moving to, you know, a a country that, you know, has all these like great freedom ideals, but like have not had generations of freedom yet. So, so then there's all of that like scarcity mentality, right? That, that I was kind of raised with right so so then I come into this part of my life when I was 14 15 starting to understand these principles of agency of you know the plan of salvation and you know realizing that like there was a council in heaven right before we even came and received our bodies where you know there was there was heavenly father saying I have a plan and I need someone to to, you know execute this plan and then you know Satan goes in there says oh I'll do it and I'll force everybody to follow the plan, right? And make sure everybody is saved, right? 
by forcing them, right? But then Jesus Christ is like, no, I will be, I will sacrifice myself so that people can be free, so they can have their agency to choose whether they want to live with God forever or to choose not, right? And, and it was just like so moving for me, so moving to me that I was part of a greater plan, a greater picture, that I wasn't just me living my life and it just didn't matter whether I was alive or dead, right? Like it was just like, it was so, so nurturing to my spirit and my soul to, to realize the history, right? The history of my soul, right? The history of my spirit, even before receiving a body, right? And then, you know, and then having it really affect all of my life choices in a beautiful way, right? You know, because of what I know from the restoration, right? When I talk about the restoration, that's basically, you know, the time when there was a boy that was searching to know, you know, to know what was true, right? And so he took the time to ask the questions. He's like, okay, so I'm reading here in the Bible that says like, you know, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And, you know, he he's going to help you, right? And so he goes and he takes the time to find his sacred place to go and ask God, right? Which of all the churches is true, right? Like where where am I supposed to go? Like what is my next step that would be thy will basically, right? And then there he goes. He has this beautiful instance where literally like first it starts off where he has darkness around him, right? Because it's like, oh, like Satan's still there, right? He's like ready to take him out. But then he perseveres in that prayer and keeps going. And as he keeps going, he receives what people call the first vision, right? Where he's he's kneeling down in the sacred grove and there's Heavenly Father that reveals himself to him with his son, Jesus Christ. And he reveals things that, you know, like I hope to find out one day. I hope to be able to have a conversation with Joseph Smith and be like, hey, what else happened in the grove, right? Like all we pretty much know is like he got the understanding that, yeah, Heavenly Father is his father, right? Jesus Christ is his son. They are two separate beings. And and then he went forth, right? And, and then the things that trailed behind after that instance was, you know, him getting to become a seer, right? Like, and be able to translate these plates, these historical accounts of people and their experience with Jesus Christ from the time of the Bible, right? So it's like another, like, it's exactly what it says when you see, see the cover of the Book of Mormon. It's another testament of Jesus Christ's life, right? Like the Bible explains what Jesus Christ's life was like, you know, in coming into that world where he was born, into that land he was born. But the Book of Mormon is a is an account of of Jesus Christ's visitation to them after he died, right? After he died in the cross in his homeland and after he was resurrected and came to visit people in the Americas, right? And so it's an account leading up to that point where he comes and visits. And and uh, it's just such a wonderful, wonderful, joyful thing, right? Like, it's just so impactful to me because, you know, I'm kind of an unabridged kind of a gal, right? Like, when I'm looking for fairy tales, I want to look for the unabridged fairy tales. I don't want to have the summary version that everybody's kind of watered down and diluted over time and, you know, in their own opinion have decided, oh, I'm going to take that part out of the story and that part. But there's something special about 
yes, the Bible is special, but because it's been so many years since it was translated, right? Like there's been time in between where different parts are there, but other parts aren't and you know, that kind of thing. But this Book of Mormon, you know, it came about like, I don't know the exact year, but it's within like the 200 year frame, right? Like, and so, you know, and, and it's been promised that like, this is the most correct book on the earth, right? Like, so it's just so wonderful to be able to have that gift, right? Like, and, and I know how much it's, it's impacted my life because, you know, like it's always been a question of mine, you know, how am I going to discern truth, right? How am I going to discern what is good and, and right for me in my life and everything. And, and it's always boiled down to one of the questions that my sister helped me, you know, come up with I guess like you know it was a mantra kind of question she was working with and she just shared it with me and it was basically like where will this lead right like is this going to bring about better fruits good fruits or is this going to bring about worse fruits right like and I'm not talking about just worse fruits now but now and forever right like into like training ourselves into seeing the long view of things right and I realized that that was a really bold question to ask a 15 year old to start thinking that way right but there was a part of me that just wanted to try right I was like you know what I believe that I was given this question as a gift and I want to start understanding what that means right I want to understand how to start seeing my life not just as a now for the next 24 hours kind of experience or the next two hour experience but seeing my life from now to maybe 10 years ahead to maybe 20 years ahead to maybe 30 years ahead to maybe 50 100 a thousand years ahead right and as I started training myself to see things that way it started to become very clear what was most important and what was not right what was worth my time and what was not right and it started to become very clear that the things that were written in these pages that were accounts of you know 2000 years of existence right like like just beautiful accounts 2000 plus years of existence right like it could i could see more clearly what was lasting what was worth recording and sharing even 2000 years later right and so it was it was such a humbling experience for me to start the process of starting to care about things that would last for thousands of years right and and start caring about things that were recorded for me 2000 years earlier right and you know like i had a question from somebody about like you know what is my testimony of the restoration right and at the time i was just like i wonder what my testimony of the restoration is right like i i'm so curious what what i could even gather about that right like you know there's been different moments where i've been trying to memorize different texts or you know like just you know exploring different general conference talks from different you know leaders of this organization right of Christ's church on the earth today right and you know and, and it's been such a process for me to just kind of come to terms with what does it actually mean for me right and for for me personally it means that I get to become more than what I could do on my own right that to me is one very top priority of mine in this life that I care deeply about right I do I care about knowing that the life that I'm living here 
is not just for for frills and you know eat drink and be merry and be done with it and and just carry on and and deal with things later right like i'm not one of those people that are like oh yeah let's just eat junk food for 30 years and then let's let's eat healthy when it really matters right like i don't see the world that way i actually see it as like you know when i turned 18 i started studying about like what was recommended for senior citizens for their health right and i started backtracking from that and i was like you know what if people recommend for seniors good job um, to do swimming and walking and have like these regular routines in their life like I want to do that now right like why do I wait why should I wait until I'm a senior to start living these recommendations right and so that was like how I started right to just like start the process of caring about things that will matter later right and not just caring about what matters like right now in the next 30 minutes like like i do i care about being present i care about things that are now and what is for right now and for the blessing of right now but i don't believe in caring about those things at the cost of of making it so i have greater burdens later right it just makes no sense to me right you know and so so thankfully that's that's been my experience it's like what does the restoration mean to me it means that i get to learn how to have a long view of my life and to start doing the things now that will matter thousands of years later right that that will make a generational difference that that are not just a generational difference for the earth not just a generational difference for my posterity but like a generational difference for the whole universe, right? Like it, it's, it, it's like expanded beyond expanded beyond expanded. Like it's like a limitless kind of way of seeing and thinking and doing life, right? And so that's what the restoration means to me. It's, it's tapping in to my opportunity to enroll in the school of eternity and the university of the universe, right? Like it's, it's exciting, right? Like I still remember when I was little and I would study, I, I seriously, I read Harry Potter and I was like, I was so hooked on Harry Potter. I felt like it was like my religion, right? Like I was just like, oh my goodness, if my life could just be like Harry Potter world, I feel like I would be in heaven, right? Like that's how strongly that book affected me because I just loved the, the delightfulness about everything about it. Like I just loved the whole world, everything, 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 right? But then after a little while, I'd get kind of sad and be like, what the heck? Why does this world of fantastic everything have to only be in this book, right? It just like caught kind of depressing, right? But then it wasn't until I started understanding the plan of salvation and the limitlessness and the and the everything that was there. I was like, oh, this is so hopeful. You know, finally, I got to a point where I could just be so much more at home with the fact that like fairy tales. Yes, like they, they kind of are like, hey, um, let's let's tell this story and have a happy ending and i love those too like so i loved harry potter love fairy tales go ask someone she has a paintbrush um and and then i was like you know what like it, it got to a point where i was kind of jaded about it all i was like well those are only in the storybooks those are only in the fairy tales only in harry potter right and then you know when i started learning about this plan of salvation right that was laid out from Jesus Christ, like, so we could have a map to understand what's going on and where we are in the GPS of our lives, right? Our eternal lives. 
it was just so nice, so nice. Because then I, like, that was the moment I remember learning about, like, the, the kingdoms of glory, right? Like, after this life, you know, we're all going to have, like, a thousand-year millennial period where we get to have a chance to learn even more about eternity, right? And then we're going to really get to choose. We're going to choose, basically, by our choices, what kingdom of glory that we're going to live in forever, right? And... And, you know, like, and I got to learn, I'm like, oh my goodness, like there is a happy ending, right? Like there is a happy ever after, right? Like I, I remember one of the last times that I, I looked at those words, happy ever after, and, and feeling kind of that cynical, sick feeling of like, why would anyone even ever write about that, right? That And like feeling so deeply offended that anybody would even bring up that topic when, when it doesn't even exist in humanity, right? Because humanity is just like down the drain, right? And then, you know, once I started learning about Jesus Christ and what he's tried to start establishing, plus the restoration of, of his church, then it was like, oh, so it's still around, right? Like there's still hope, right? And, and it was just so delightful for me. I remember learning about those kingdoms of glory for my sister. And when she talked about it and talked about what she was learning from the missionaries, I was like, um, yeah. Like, if that's how to look uh, at the life around us, and, and if that is a part of the whole plan, I want to be a part of that plan. Because seriously, like, any other way is just, like, you know, desolate. And, you know, just, it's gray and dry. And, you know, like, there's just no fruits. It's just shriveled up, right? So it was hopeful. It was like an absolute joy and delight to to allow for the restoration for me to to invite the spirit of like happily ever after. Yes. 